a Podcast One production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy, Ham. Ahoy, Annette. Ahoy, Jacko. Ahoy. And ahoy to Grant from America. Oh, sorry. Ham usually jumps in. Yeah, I know. So but I'm not ready. W- was it, right? I mean, we'll, an we'll, email we'll, came in the, during the week that said Ham was so talked about the handbrake back in the day. Uh, Let's just get to it. That the, get to it. The handbrake. I love hearing from our. Being... I love hearing from our international podcasters. The handbrake for them is knowing there's been an hour <laughs> uploading the file. So the least we can do is get to it. All right, Grant from America. <laughs> Ahoy, boys, and happy birthday, Andy. This is Grant from the U.S. God. I just finished driving from Alaska to New York City, and I loved having your guys' podcast keep me company all along the way. And I have to say, Jack, you should really consider Hamish's deal. So with the money I just spent on petrol, I could have used his drum stool for about 357 years. <laughs> Wow. Offer's still out there, Jack. Can I say, is Grant professionally recorded? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder. It would have taken a very long time to attach that file. It's probably about a four terabyte file. How like, big was his voice? The audio is unbelievable. I know. Would you drive past Skywalker Ranch and record it with, with incredible Lucas. THX sound? It was, it was pretty impressive, wasn't it? That's the best it? thing we've ever had on the podcast, <laughs> audio-wise. Yeah. And we've had, we've had quite a lot of songs on here. Yeah, too. yeah. The quality was exceptional. And I tell you what, uh, the voice <laughs> yeah. was exceptional. If we need an American voiceover artist, um, Grant. Yeah. Grant. Grant. Hey, Jack, Jack, I mean, the offer is there for the stool. Well, you actually, I don't know if you remember, but yeah. after I did the IKEA challenge, you said that I could, you'll give me the drum stool. That was a crazy day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Grant probably wasn't up to that bit yet. That, that was a crazy um, day. Yeah. We were just saying heaps of stuff we didn't care about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we gave away 16 coins. I mean, it, there was something that in the air. That was a crazy day. It was warm in there. There was, was something in the air. Yeah. Do we strike that from the record? <laughs> well, <laughs> see, that's a tough one. I never play the drum kit, by the way. Yeah. It's just packed into the corner. It's doing what it that did at your house, at my house. Oh, it doesn't my gosh. Well, that's me. not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, that has been. I was, a that surprise. was a generous gift yeah, that I was well. renting you that drum kit as a gift, not to use the space at your house to store it instead of the space of mine. I will bring. The, I'm going to bring the stool in for you next week because <laughs> he doesn't want it in his house anymore. <laughs> there is one more thing in my house that's taking up some space. No, on the house, Jack. Yeah. On the house, complimentary stool coming your yeah. way. Hey. Uh, onto something slightly more pressing, but still in a, of an international flavour. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am about to go to Spain. How'd you Spain. go this week with uh, Guy sure. Sebastian? That's the update I okay. want to give everyone. I'm about to head to Spain, um, Spain and France, a bit of a boys' trip. We're going cycling, bike yep. riding through yep. the mountains. Now, at the end of the trip, there's a day or two in Ibiza mm. scheduled mm. Uh, just to unpack, un, un, you know, unwind. You don't mm. want to come... And we wound up legs. Exactly. Yep. And so that's sort of a medical, but we will have time amongst leg unwinding, I thought, to go to James Blunt's house for a pool party. Yes. Because he famously has a house in Ibiza. It's his residence. He lives there. He lives there. I'm sure he'd have a pool. Got a pool. You've definitely got a pool if you live in Ibiza. Um, He's done very well. I spent the week researching him. So he's made some coin. I mean, I'm not going to disclose all his financials here, but it's... There's some pretty high level guesses online. Yep. He has the, his bar. He has a bar at his house. There you go. Out the back called Blunties. That'd be nice. Love to go to the bar. Yeah. I mean, all this stuff I would love. Yes. The tricky bit is getting the the, getting onto him to yeah. make him invite 
us. Mm. Well, um, hold him to his word. Hold him to his word, because if you didn't hear last week, yeah. when we had him on the show a couple of years ago after yeah. you performed at the Logies, he said this. Congratulations on your performance at the Logies. Well we done, enjoyed mate. it, bud. For Thank you so much, and good luck with your, the crowd surfing. And to visit me any time in Ibiza. Thank you very much, buddy. Thanks for your tips. We really appreciate it. Same with <laughs> <with Andy. laughs> So, James I mean, why would he have said it if he, he didn't Visit me any time in Ibiza. That's what he said. He didn't mean it. Now, we know he's a great host. We know he's a lovely guy. We're just struggling to get him to follow through on that promise. Yeah. Um, we talked last week about Guy Sebastian so, being a link to him. He would have done X Factor yeah. with Guy Sebastian back so in the day. The plan was, here's where we're up to in the plan. Yeah. The plan was to get Guy Sebastian on. We were going, we made the decision to lie to Guy. Yes. Which is a difficult decision to make, but in light of the circumstances, the plan was to have Guy up today yeah. on the show. Play him the audio. And lie to him and go, this is what James said and not tell him. Yeah. Um, that for keener ears, they yeah. might have been under detect that was me doing a bit of the voice. <laughs> Not tell yeah. Guy that. And yeah. if it passed the Guy test, we had to lie to Guy to keep him in the dark. Yes. And then we thought if if we get if away... If Guy that, goes, oh, geez, if he said that, sure, yeah, here's his email, here's his number, because yeah. they did X Factor together. If we get away with the Guy lie, we go along and try and get Blunt on the phone yep. uh, and try and secure your invite. And How'd try you go and getting... trick Blunt into thinking I must have made that generous offer and I don't want to be seen to rescind on it. Yes. I threw the. I forgot to contact Guy straight away. Mm. Um, but then two days ago, yes, I sent him a I message. I reminded you. Yep. He said, by the way, get Guy for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Good. I'm on it. Uh, I threw the hook in out to Guy and I thought it was quite gentle. I yes. said, look, mate, would you be up for going on the podcast? Uh, just We just want to have a chat with you. Mm. Me and Andy, uh, sorry for the message out of the blue because um, I've never messaged him before. Mm. Uh, just want to have a quick chat to you. Nothing, you know. Nothing crazy. Mm. Want to get your vibe on? Uh, I'm I'm happy to catch up with James Blunt in Ibiza. Ross, you mentioned Blunt. I did, yeah. Um, and just wanted to ask you a quick question. Two days have passed. Oh no, the guy is dry. We know he's <laughs> we know he's seen it. I got two options here. How do we know he's seen it? Does he has he got read read receipts on his? Yeah, he hasn't read receipts, but I mean. Two days. I mean, two it, did hours. It say, did people it, are no one's off their phone. Did it say delivered? Yeah, it's blue. It went blue. Okay. No one's off their phones. Yeah. And in this day and age, yeah. no one's yeah. off their phones. Well, you tell me all the time that you didn't have your phone on you and you haven't got back to me. Yeah, but I go to bed. <laughs> I live it downstairs. Okay. But I mean, two days. Two days, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't take it in the bedroom, but, mm. you know, that's two days you can Seven. expect I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's a long sleep. Long sleep. <laughs> so guys are the hibernating for the winter. <laughs> For the winter to come out um, in all guns at spring carnival, <laughs> spring carnival for spring racing yeah, and to a, sing a national anthem, and that might be what he's doing. Yeah, I might with a new hat, probably. Yeah, and I'll feel horrible if he's in a cocoon at the moment, <laughs> replenishing his reserves to come out to sing the national anthem at um, Melbourne Cup or yep. something. In the off chance he has seen it and he's choosing not to participate, yeah, I. I'm faced with two options here in this ever-increasingly difficult forced James Blunt into remembering something he didn't do to get invited to his house for a pool party plan. Yes. Either text guy now mm-hmm. and I go, I just got a call from a missed number. Was that you? Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, just got a call from a block number. Yes. Just missed a call from block number. Was that you? Yeah. Did you want to come on and chat about yeah. this thing? Yeah, that's good. That pushes it for, like Now we yeah. know we've forced him on to force him to listen. Yeah. To force James Blunt yes. to admit to something he didn't do, so there's a yeah. that gets difficult. Yes. Or do we call Guy, mm. which will probably go through to voicemail. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it doesn't, we get to speak to him anyway. Yep. We call Guy now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an unknown number. Mm. If it goes through to voicemail, we play this to him, which I've prepared earlier. Okay. 
Hello, Guy. It's James Blunt here. Uh, just uh, been hearing a bit about Hamish Blake wanting to catch up with me. Um, just want to let you know, feel free to give him my number, good chap. I don't have his, but I'd love to see him in Ibiza, where I am right now. So uh, please text Hamish, my phone number, and my email. Jolly good. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, that's going to work. <laughs> so I reckon, yeah, let's call it. So we call Guy. Yeah, yeah. Jack, have you Jack, got can you actually it? cut the swooshes off that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that might be a bit of a giveaway. Um, <laughs> great, okay. We'll get the swooshes removed. Yep. And then uh, Just Jack, queue it up I'm, without the swooshes. Yep. I'm handing you guys number now. Are you all good, Jacko? Got Here the details? Go. Good luck, everyone. Good luck, everyone. Here we go. Hopefully, it's voice to text, which would be even better. He's hibernating. (laughs) We knew he was in that cocoon. (laughs) Voice to text. Will it get cut off? Oh, no, maybe he doesn't have any voicemail. He's got to have something. Yeah, you'd have. It's got Sebastian. Exactly. Please leave a detailed message after the tone. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hello, Guy. It's James Blunt here. Uh, just uh, been hearing a bit about Hamish Blake wanting to catch up with me. Um, just want to let you know, feel free to give him my number, good chap. I don't have his, but I'd love to see him in Ibiza, where I am right now. So uh, please text Hamish, my phone number, and my email. Jolly good. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. God, oh, that was yes. up. Did you make I, a noise at the end? <laughs> oh, if he doesn't text back, it's because he made a noise. Did Andy make a noise still on there the message? There was a slight like, oh, <laughs> that's what's going to undo this whole thing. We had him, we had him over a barrel. We had him on us. We had him over a barrel and you. Well, oh. Can I, can I... Put a little bit of blame. I'll, I'll, I should little... I do another message? <laughs> Hello, guy. <laughs> Sorry, at the end of my last message, I think I was my on the toilet. dog groaned. <laughs> uh, didn't confuse that with anything else. Just a dog groan. Um, I'm in Ibiza. Wild dogs everywhere. Thought, you know how it is in Spain. <laughs> I throw a little bit of blame over to Jack. Sure. So, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I looked at the phone as if it was time for it to hang up. <laughs> well, come on, phone. It's the end of the message. <laughs> it was a long, long, long hang up uh, at the end. But well, anyway, I mean, uh, we, I our odds were gro- very good. They've now sunk to medium. <laughs> I also just realised that Marshy made it sound like James Blunt was on a phone, like a phone mm. recording, so... We didn't need. He to won't. Guy won't know that. <laughs> he doesn't. He didn't need to be on a phone. No, but guy hearing through the phone speakers would just It'd won't be double phone. He won't know. <laughs> okay. Now I think okay. there's a very good chance guy's going to go. Oh, okay. Have you got a text yet? Uh, not yet. <laughs> probably because he's worried about the noise that you made. <laughs> I say we're in with a shot. Can we? We're in with a shot now. Yeah. At any moment, guy. Let's let's. I. You know, the best case scenario mm. is simply. A message from Guy Sebastian comes, and there's nothing else to it but James Bond's contact. Let's else. go to a quick break, but then come back and listen to the noise, and just see how much it was thrown. Yeah, us. I think okay. it was bad. I think it was. <laughs> so do I. I think it's actually hindered the operation. Let's have a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Marshy, our sound guru has just rolled the. the Audio back in from the call. Yeah. Uh, no, we haven't heard it yet. We're just going to try and work out what kind of damage I did at the yeah. end. And be, I'm feeling like an idiot, mate. 
I've got all this effort to yeah. get an ironclad invite to a yeah. pool party at James Blunt's house in Aviva. Yeah. And one rogue noise on a voicemail to God Sebastian could yeah. have undone it. Let's hear you know, let's hear the damage. Uh, please text Hamish, my phone number, and my email. Jolly good. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh, yes. that was oh. Did you make I, a noise I, at the end? <laughs> oh, if he doesn't text back, it's because he made a noise. <laughs> I think you're pretty quick to jump on me. Well, it was so obvious. <laughs> Guy would have been going, oh, yeah. God, a bit. Hey, what was that? <laughs> um, <laughs> give us a listen to the noise again. <laughs> oh, it could potentially be a Formula One car. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm at the Formula One. Sorry, old chap. Uh, that's why I'm calling on a landline. I'm in the pits. Uh, that's why I was an unknown number. I'm actually calling on uh, Daniel Ricciardo's uh, personal phone. And he's got it blocked. I can't give you his number, but I would like you to give Hamish my number. Should so, we see when the next one is on? Formula One? Yeah. And leave an undoing message. <laughs> Hello, guys. James Blunt again. Um, sorry for calling at the Formula One. That's bad of me. But I, that's where I heard the rumour because I ran into Daniel Ricciardo who's got an Australian lad and he's been hearing things about, yes, that's how, that makes sense. <laughs> no, I won't say that. I think, yeah, the, 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 the Italian Grand Prix coming up. I was calling from practice. Yeah. <laughs> I was calling from at McLaren's. Let's uh, just, I think. I was I calling from their track practice. I can't tell you anymore because it's. It's a secret. It's a secret. I don't think. I don't think we need the additional call. Well, I think let's that's just, probably what. Well, I still haven't got a message from Guy Sebastian, yeah, and we sent that now minutes ago. Yeah, but you also messaged him two days ago. He still could still be in the cocoon. He could be coming out soon. I think we just leave it a couple of moments, and uh, by the end of the show, we'll see if we're. Right, we'll, well, we'll what else have we got coming up? Oh, we've got to jump into a special school next. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll stay focused for that, but can't promise much. <laughs> Haim, a special skill we talked about uh, last week, I believe, Yeah. Uh, uh, where we put two people against each other from interstate who were going to fly down. The fast- turns, turns out we're going to do both. We're going to do both. Yeah. First, first cab off the rank is Oliver. Mm. Oliver, uh, coming from Brisbane, mm. his skill was being able to tell without looking at the driver whether when the indicator is activated in the car, when the stalk is touched, mm. is it a right turn or is it a left turn? Yeah. In his words, is it a TikTok or a tock tick? Uh, we were fascinated by this because it seems to me mm. I'd always thought it was the same noise. Yep. Um, but he he claims he can tell. He can tell with some accuracy. We'd have him blindfolded in the passenger seat of the car. We did this earlier today, so mm. about to bring it to you. He'd be blindfolded, and as soon as I engage the indicator, yep. just through sound, he'd be able to say, "Yeah, that's a left turn, a right turn." I think there was ten turns. Yeah. And he said he could get ten. Welcome. Thank you very much. Welcome to the cool dude mobile. This is a cool dude mobile. A lot fancier than my uh, 20-year-old Ford Falcon for sure. Okay, well, I suppose we should say it's a a modern car. It's a modern form drive. Andy likes it for its speed off the line and its spacious (laughs) boot. I don't think we need to. I'm just saying, in case there's a little little sweetener in it from Audi to you. No, unfortunately there hasn't been. (laughs) Andy paid full price, but who knows what will happen for the next car. Yes, yes. Um, but it does mean we're talking a 
potentially more high-tech indicator, mm. Stork. Is that, are you nervous about that? It looks a bit more fancy than my one. Been in um, Holdens and Fords for the past three weeks, so I might be a bit accustomed to those. Yep. Not, right. not many of my 21-year-old mates own Audis, but... Mm. Sure. <laughs> that's fine, that's all right. <laughs> Your mates, you know, and he's yeah. got 17 years on him. Exactly. So yeah. he's worked hard, he's treats he's himself. Is there... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, of course. I, I mean, Andy's first car was a Nissan Pintara. It was well, very good for the time. 87. He um, then upgraded very quickly. <laughs> to, uh, now we're in the Audi. Let's get down to the... Is there a way that I you'd like me to click on... No, I, th- I think you do you, I was doing, and, yeah, I'll, and right. I'll try and try and Because Hayden was talking that. to me earlier, I was like, he's like, click it on slowly, you know? And yeah, I, was like, I, I thought like, that might... Oh, like, I think, it, I think that would be cheating to go yeah. really slowly, but yeah. Yeah. so just normal speed, I yep. would say. I'll just but, go. Would you like I need to put pressure on the top of the stalk and press down for a left-hand turn and pressure on the underneath of the stalk and press up for a right-hand turn? Or is he allowed to pinch uh-huh. it with a thumb and forefinger? Mm. Um... I think driving normally, I don't imagine you would normally do the pinch. No, don't often do it. I've heard the idea is just to hit up and down. Yes. So, yeah, you, you drive comfortably and I think I'll go. I think that's fair. We're going to do right. ten turns. Okay. And you said you could get nine. I, I feel I feel nine. Nine's achievable. We, um, we've got, a, the, we've got, got the blindfold blink. for you. Got a blinky for you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll pull out. I will tell you when we're coming to the first turn. Yep. And um, I won't indicate until then. Horn? That was the horn because okay. our other cameraman was meant to be not looking at his phone and, <laughs> and seeing where we go. Okay. Andy saw Michelle from sales. <laughs> so with Oliver blindfolded in the front seat and Hayne keeping score in the back, it was time for the challenge to get underway with our cameraman, Web Geezer Jez, following in the car behind. Okay, first click. Uh, that felt left. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I've giggled earlier. You've got it. <laughs> You've got it. Okay, so left tick. One from one. Game on now. Or left. Didn't feel like we turned left. <laughs> uh, unfortunately. So now, okay. it's one from two, and I'm oh, going... I'm just going to get the rest of the eight. Two, eight. Here we come to turn three. I think we're going left. This is the bit that you must absolutely hate as a player. Yeah, yeah, the for way, sure. The way. That tick-tock, quite literally a countdown. Or is it a tock tick? Unfortunately, oh, it's a tock tick. Right. Well, we were barely a minute into the challenge and a coin was already off the cards. Oliver was clearly having an off day and just when it looked like things couldn't get any worse... I'm from three. So he... Oh, we've been done, boys. We have been... That's our cameraman getting pulled over by the police. I'm just going to let them sort that out. <laughs> That's... Do you guys know? Do we help him or...? Um, what do you mean? What's the, what's the code of the sport? We've got a blindfolded man. <laughs> yeah. We're halfway through a challenge. Do I keep the blindfold <laughs> on? We're halfway through a challenge. Just... Ollie, you'll notice that the Audi didn't get pulled over the top end of town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it never would. It, it wouldn't usually. The Yaris did. I'm going to go and help him out. <laughs> While Andy was off keeping the team out of jail, Hamish and Oliver took full advantage of some alone time in the car. I want you to do well. Um, do you want to? Do you want to get some lessons in? Do you get some yeah, let's get some up downs in. Yeah. Right. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a thump. Yeah. Uh huh. Don't but tell Andy I did this. You can still only not. get eight yeah. out of ten. 
Okay. And if you can pull off eight, That's not I'll a make a comeback. case to get you a coin. I appreciate that. But I can only do it with I eight. I appreciate that. Okay, I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it with seven. They'll, I can't do it with six. Yeah. I can make a case with eight, yeah. all right? So, ready? You got me nervous Up. with the police, I thought, yeah. You've been rattled, and that's why I think it's fair that's, to give you no, a I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Thump. Thump. She's coming back, all right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. I can make a case for eight. I appreciate that. All the help I can get. All good, I assume. Uh, Tell them about the Audi. <laughs> what about the old <laughs> top end of town walks free? <laughs> right. Um, uh, so we'll hear back later as to how that worked out for them. Okay. But we'll press on. Uh, well, we okay. just made the sort of small talk. Yeah, and waited for you. Various things. So Excellent. we'll continue. Hey, how many returns have we done? You would. Then One from three. We got put on the police, and as we get pulling over, he said left when I clicked it, and it was left. Okay. So do we... <laughs> two from four. Two okay, from four. Let's that one. see yeah. how you go now, Ol. Uh-huh. You... you are a race. In my mind, you are now a battle against 50-50. Yes. Which is the worst case scenario. It's wrong. Let's just... Yeah. I mean, you can still get eight out of ten. Yes. Uh-huh. And I'm sure we can discuss that if that happens. Wouldn't laugh at How we'd ten, feel uh, about that. Okay. Good luck, everyone. Okay, and he's pulled out again. Alrighty. Uh, we are now back in play. While a visit from the cops would rattle most challenges, the situation seemed to have the opposite effect on Oliver. Right. <laughs> well done. Three from five. Okay. Very, very nice. Good comeback. Left. What came next was an avalanche of correct guesses as Oliver got on an absolute roll getting the next five in a row. Left. (laughs) (laughs) He's seven from nine. If he gets one more, he's eight from ten. Okay, okay. Ooh, soft, soft hit indicator. Felt left though. He's got it! He's got eight from ten! Sweet. You've got eight from ten! I mean, mean, this is... This is a late comeback. Take take the blindfold off. I think a a conversation needs to be had, Ando. Uh He he was one from three, and then he's got seven in a row. Mm. Now, I think... Super over? One one more. One more. The decider. If he gets a coin or doesn't get a coin on the next one. One more for a coin. Uh He's Uh re-blindfolding. One more for a coin. He's earned himself a super (laughs) over. It's not a guaranteed coin. Here we go. Here we go. Here it comes. Right turn. He's got it! Family's going to be so huge. proud. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, what <laughs> changed? Um, Hamish, just, uh, just you know, really just having a chat to me. Yep. Just going, mm. look, don't rush. Yep. Calm down, breathe. Yep. Um, I feel like you just sort of... It, it, it was twitchy, and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, this is this is, this is is the left-right ashes. Yeah. So you're going to... Of course you're thinking about everything that's been said in the press. Of course mm-hmm. you've been thinking about everyone that's listening at home, your friends and yeah, family. You're fresh off the fire as well. well. I mean, you're 21, so yeah. what are you... Two years, three years away from the five-year high school reunion. So, you, yeah. of course, you're thinking about that. What am I going to say? My grandmother's What am I going to say when we get when we reunion? I'm going to walk in with a coin around my neck. That's it. Or I'm going to walk in with an earring made of a token of no value. <laughs> no value. <laughs> you want the coin? Oh, of course, I want the coin. I'm oh. amazing. I mean, amazing. That felt good. It <laughs> did feel good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, awesome. Oh, wow, hey.
Okay, I had. I mean, celebration to him, but I hadn't heard the. Uh... This is an interesting one, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose so it's the first time. That... Yeah, that that you coached him mid skill because I was dealing with the fuzz. <laughs> with the five zero. It wasn't even really coaching, was it? As well, I said, it was. The, yeah. You, as you I went, said at the time, <laughs> I felt like the police had rattled him so much. Yeah. He deserved a chance to get back to an eight out of ten mm. to impress you. I was still impressed. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm still impressed. We can't take it away from I'm him. not going to take it away from him. I'm still impressed. Right. I'm glad re- to hear that. Didn't realise, though, that you'd <laughs> gone to the depths of what is giving now- him a listen to both of the sounds of my indicator while I was out dealing with What's the now more impressive mm. is his ability. His skill actually became lying yeah. as it went on, just covering up for and the fact like- that we'd had a rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> well done, I was Oliver. of two minds of whether I should cut that out of the audio completely. No. I could have gone and told Darcy, who's our audio guy, just yeah. mate, vanish that. <laughs> just vanish it. I thought we should keep it transparent. Um, I, I made a that. call. I jumped in, gave me a helping hand. He's a young boy, yeah. new to the sport. He's flown into state. Two hours, come two hours, wearing Ugg boots too. So <laughs> he's, he's, in a, he's in two Relax. states away from his home state in Ugg boots. Yeah. And he just he looked like he needed a friend. Yep. And I took it on myself. No, I back it. I back up, but from I'm glad to hear you're not going to strip we, him of we, a coin because if we had to call him now and go, hey, mate, Oliver, he's on the way to the airport probably now. <laughs> Just heard what Hamish did. I'm stripping you of the coin. Well, we're we're going to have a clamp down on individual coaching from the judges. In Are, the we? Middle, yeah. Are we? In the middle of special skills. That's, <laughs> I will process that. <laughs> Haim, it is time for... Um, and uh, we departed from this from a power moves for a couple of weeks. Part power moves still flooding in. We're still collecting them. We still intend to bring out a coffee table book, uh, slated release date, uh, March next year. Right, I was gonna say Christmas, uh, next no. year. Oh, next year, no, March. I think it'd be nice for a Christmas 2020 um, Olympic year. Feel like the Olympics should, die down. I think we should kick. Would we bring it out? I'd like to kick off the, the, f- the, 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 the first. <laughs> One of the first few shows next year with a, a, a launch of some description. And you know what? I don't think we'll stop collecting them. No, no. There'll I be, think we'll just start be, making them the second volume. There can be new volumes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's why I was pushing it back to Christmas no. or some sort of Olympics wind-down party. Mm. Um, no, that's good. Yeah, we should get onto that. Yep. No, we are onto it. Yeah. Should keep staying on that. <laughs> um, and uh, f- uh, can I actually, before we start, can I throw in a little bit of a public service announcement out there? <laughs> um I don't know why people are throwing this down as a power move because mm-hmm. it's. I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, pooing in the shower. Oh, have you seen what? a few of those? No, I haven't. No, I yeah, haven't. I've seen, seen a couple of those coming in where they're like, bit of a power move. Uh, like what at home? Yeah, yeah. No, don't. That's not because it's sort of like the sour like, move. Like, it's, you, no one knows you're doing it. Yeah, and I don't want to see that. I I've read the term waffle stomp before. Yeah. And I don't. <laughs> I don't want to. Read that. No, okay, yeah. Um, so that's that's off the table for yeah. power moves. They do have to be to someone's. You have to gain power over someone. So one, yeah. Like that's, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, I guess it's kind of a time saver. Um, but I guess they think he's at a fast and loose move. No, I know. It's, I've seen it coming twice. Maybe under power moves. Under power moves. Because sometimes, hmm. like, something will be a meme, right? Yeah. And it'll go around like the old, if someone yawns, stick your finger in their mouth. Yeah, yeah. And then we get a lot of them coming in. Yeah. And I felt like maybe something had happened with gone the... around yeah, and okay. it had inspired people to write in. Anyway, not writing no. it. No. Hey, um, <laughs> real. Uh, I think we've had a version of this, but I'll never get sick of these yep. ones. This comes in from Calvin. 
Um, did this to a mate the other day, works in absolute treat. Next time someone you know is in a full-blown know-it-all rant telling some big story that paints them in a heroic light, abruptly stop them and say, hold on a second, mate, and simply reach out and gently brush their cheek or shoulder as if brushing something off them. Yeah. This results in a puzzled look and a question of what you did. Finish the move by saying, sorry, mate, it's just really hard for me to take you seriously when there's a piece of fluff on you. (laughs) (laughs) Which I love because if someone goes... No, you should take me seriously when there's fluff on me. I can't think of a pettier thing to say than to go, even if I've got fluff on me, you should really be listening to what I'm saying. It's good. It's classic. I like it. Um, Hey, this one came in from Emilio Boto, who was... True uh, story. True story. uh, um, He told a story about being a teacher. He said it's a teacher power move. Right. Said, used to do this all the time back when, you, you, probably when playing with kids' minds was a bit more funny than frowned upon now that uh, sure. people Different live in a more emotional age. Different times. Yes. Said, during a class test, as you're walking past each of the students supervising, yeah. stop at one of the students and look at their test paper. Try and pick a, the smartest, more studious kid. Yeah. Make it obvious to that student in question that you're looking at their test. When this is the case, shout it to the rest of the class, everybody, please make sure you read the questions carefully. (laughs) (laughs) Fun. Good fun. Good fun for the old days. (laughs) Back when that was was fun. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, This comes in from Tim. Mm. Again, he's like, not sure if you guys have had this, but um, it's a goodie. if you are in the aisle seat on a plane and someone inside you, so the window or yes. middle row, wants to get out to okay. use the toilet, yep. you have to get up as the aisle seat. Yeah. You're the gatekeeper. You get up and then proceed to walk to the toilet. <laughs> 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 and use it before them. <laughs> Even really if you don't need to go. Again, I worry we may have had this one, Ham, yeah. already, but I'm going to throw okay. it at you guys and... Uh, because I, 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 I've got a sneaking suspicion we, we don't. Maybe we've got variations of the theme. This is from Joseph Hook. Ahoy, fellas. Power move. Anyone reverse parking, halt them. Yeah, right. Just stop them, no matter where you are. Proceed to walk behind the car and then just start directing them back in. Great. <laughs> that is when people think, hang on, this guy need, I needed this guy to park my car. Do you know what? We've had direct people park him in. We haven't had Holton. Yeah. We've had, like, you know, always jump in and start giving directions even if they're capable of parking it. But I like yelling stop to the person because <laughs> if you get if you get them to stop, mm. you've got them. <laughs> you've got them. Can I – one more quick one. Yeah. This is from Waleed. Uh, cruel power move, he says. Ooh. Not recommended to be applied to senior management. Mm. So it sounds like he works in sort of a corporate environment here, Waleed, and he's enjoyed using this on perhaps someone at his level who he's looking forward to getting uh, the jump on. It is cutthroat in the business world. When there's a work presentation or seminar being given by a colleague, arrive early in the room or the theatre, maybe five to ten minutes before the start time. Make sure to make eye contact with the presenter. This will indicate to them that you are keen and you've been looking forward to their presentation. Maybe even give them the thumbs up. I'm adding that, but, you know, you get the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit a couple of rows from the front, a distance within comfortable hearing. Once the presenter gets into his or her presentation, pause them and ask them to speak up. Once he or she starts presenting again, give it a minute or two, then get up and leave the room. (laughs) (laughs) This will leave them rattled as to what just happened. From that point onwards, they won't know if they need to speak louder (laughs) when they're presenting or if they even make sense. (laughs) 
TV <laughs> would make sense. That, that's, that's the business world at the moment. That's the environment out there. Oh, jeez. And uh, mm. over the past uh, few weeks, might even be a month or two now, you might have noticed coming in dribs and drabs in the emails. Um, I've had a few people direct message on Instagram too, I think just because we haven't mentioned it yet on the show, it's like, you know, mm. shaking us by the shoulders going, you know, when are you going to talk about this? Something's come up that has to do with uh, a part of the world that we have visited before. Yep. The steepest street in the world, um, oh, yeah. Baldwin Street in Dunedin. Yep. Have you heard what happened? Some time ago now, maybe almost, you know, month or two, it got usurped. Oh, there's a steeper street. Steeper street. There is a steeper street. Then steeper street's hard to say. Second, now it's second steepest oh. is Baldwin Street in Dunedin in New Zealand. You and and I we've been there. there. Yep. And geez, it's, she's, I mean, it's Oh, it's steep. very steep. That's absolutely that's drive, the first thing you think of when you're on it. We drove a Winnebago, like yep. a camper van up it yep. and got to a point where it felt like it was going to tip back on its own, <laughs> yeah, on its on its head like Not a turtle, going you... to drop over, the, on, be on top of its shell, yeah, and we'd be going, well, we can't reverse this now, and we'd have to live there forever. We were, down. we were almost going to have to do a wheelie up <laughs> the street. We wanted <laughs> yeah. to weld bars onto the back of the van, like yeah. roll bars, but <laughs> yeah. to the back of the van. So it has caused. It, it, Where's the steeper street? Wales, <sighs> but. So they've deliberately built a steeper, steeper street, or was it I, always there? I think it Someone was. Hadn't ch- had their kind of. It was protractor. the world, It was the Guinness World Records. So they went. It's called Fjord Penlek mm. in the coastal Welsh town of Harlech, right. as it has the world's steepest street. Now, that's shots fired, especially to Dunedin and the beautiful people of Dunedin. Yeah. It's one of the key. It's one of the best. Th- well, there's a lot of great stuff in Dunedin, but yeah. we were so proud to go up it. We got a certificate. Yep. It's just a must-do, and it still is. Baldwin mm. Street hasn't lost any of its steepness, no. but you you lose the title now of going off climb the steepest. It would be like finding a mountain taller than Everest. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I still know I climbed Everest. Big whoop. There's a big small whoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really small whoop. So what I love about this is then I've been alerted to another development. Um, this did happen some time ago. I'm now, this is news to me, but this article is actually from the 15th of August. Dunedin and not taking it lying down. <laughs> the a Dunedin surveyor has dispatched himself to Wales. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go, I will measure this for myself. I don't believe, um, I don't believe you. Uh, so he, the, the Dunedin branch manager and surveyor, mm. uh, Toby Stoff, has surveyed Baldwin Street. He's got the thing out that you, you see yeah. on the tripod. Yep. That no one knows what they're doing in, with those little no. eye pieces. But and they go and they stand another stick somewhere. They know. Yeah, they know. So he's done that and, he, want, and he's, he went off to do the same to the uh, thousand-year-old um, thousand yeah. thing. So he... We await? What's or, that? Do we await his findings or is he? do we have him here? He he believes he does it. He, he, I think he's questioning Guinness because he, he, he measures it from something called the centre line and yeah. he's, he wonders if they've measured it from the centre line. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, he, it says he's got the support of uh, the engineering community and in, according to this uh, article, and this is old now, it's August 15, he wants to go later this year to Wales. Great. So hopefully someone can give us an update on this. This is the most- You know what? who he should be calling? Brett McKenzie. Yeah. He's an eye on New Zealand for us from Flight Fly, Fly of the Concords. We he, can call Brett next week and just see yeah, what, what see. the mood's like. <laughs> I, think we, <laughs> I think we should. Um, and and, and, he, and the, the surveyor here 
He says, look, I don't want to discover and say this is bullshit. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't want to do that. No. He goes, that just looks like a gripe and a grudge. Yeah. <laughs> That'll get us nowhere. Yeah. He says, so he knows that he's not just going to go and push people around, mm. but he wants to compile a story of the two roads. Yes. Okay. Um, before surveying the Welsh one. Yep. So he, he's trying to do this fair, fairly. <laughs> and Guinness, Guinness did not appear to be interested in changing, changing its rules, he said. So he's like, well, I'm a surveyor and yep. I've got the support of the surveying community. No offence, Guinness, but I think you measured it wrong. Yep. So now he is a man. Love it. Fighting, uh, fighting against a small technicality, but in a very important one, if you live in Dunedin or have ever been there like we have. Mm. In the meantime, um, unfortunately, Dunedin uh, has been asked, the city council has been asked to remove a sign oh. proclaiming Baldwin Street as the world's steepest while it's being reviewed. Wow. So we find ourselves in a real, if you're a street surveyor, real fascinating time to be alive. Yes. <laughs> Well, there is a tussle going on on the yeah. planet between Wales and mm -hmm. Dunedin. Yep. Um, uh, I hope we can let, let's let's bring everyone an update next week. Yep. I wanted to bring it to light. Hopefully, Love we get it. a bit of uh, feedback from our listeners, people in Dunedin, people in the surveying community. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and and then and then next week, maybe we can even maybe we can even chat to him. He might have been dispatched by now. Yeah, Sarah, um, get us. Um, yep. Yep. She's got the thumbs up. <laughs> So history tells us that um, you will not hear the be absolutely no, New Zealand surveyor on. No worries, <laughs> no worries, getting <laughs> getting him on the show next week. That's it. so tune in then. Bring your <laughs> bring your autograph book if you want his autograph. Hey, to round things out today, uh, obviously we have got a black tie. Yep. Chicken festival night slash night market to get together. The whole lot of chickens, chicken, yeah. a one-off chicken shop award for excellence will mm. be handed out. And to celebrate the event, to celebrate the first time to our knowledge that one-off chicken shops have been recognised at a national scale, yeah. uh, we wanted to hold a black tie event, but also a festival. Yeah. Black tie festival uh, where the 10 leading one-off chicken shop stores of Australia, yeah, we flown in. finalists, will come. And they'll give us a sample of their great stuff. Sample their wares. Pop up store type atmosphere. Maybe you're a gravy bandit. Maybe mm. you're a cheeky chip nibbler. Yep. Maybe you are a traditional mm. just breast meat <laughs> only person. Yep. Maybe you're a stuffing smuggler. Okay. <laughs> why are they all bandits and smugglers? <laughs> uh, why is the hamburger a hamburger? <laughs> okay. It's a fun way to talk about food. <laughs> um, one thing that was glaringly obvious to us is that we haven't actually mm. checked whether any of these one-off chicken stores would want to come we need to fly talk. interstate. That's true. We need, yeah. we need to talk to a representative of Normally, the industry. they're family-run businesses and they probably would have to shut up their own shop to um, calm and, down. And this is difficult because the more that the nominations flood in, the more we realise mm. customers are passionate so many stores, though, actually get highlighted. A couple that have come in, the trait that, mm. the, that the customers love is the quality, the customer service is terrible. Yep. They often go, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of stores where they're like, they don't even talk to you. Yeah. They grunt. Yeah. They'll throw the chicken at you, but the place is packed. <laughs> That's how good the chicken is because people aren't coming for the customer service. So and I we have... understand we've got a tough task on our mm. hands here wrangling these chicken shops together because there is no governing body. And we want the Black Tie Chicken Fest Night Market to have the best of the best shops, Jack. It, we, we don't want the best of the people wanting to come. It's not like no, no, who's sexiest celebrities or who most, yeah, who's yeah, most yeah. beautiful. Who's beautiful. sexiest yeah. people available yeah. that day with something to promote. Exactly. Yeah. Who, who Thank you, though, for, our, for thinking of us that year. <laughs> <laughs> we were unavailable. <laughs> um, so, Hayne, yeah. we thought we'll call a store that inspired this. Yeah. Uh, well, 
It was actually, I was getting uh, a hair, my son's haircut uh, nearby. We were running late. We asked a uh, local, we said to Sean, who's a local hairdresser, I said, mate, it's good to eat around here. Where do you go for lunch? He goes, oh, Smoky Chooks. Smoky Chooks. Down the road. They, they, he said their chips are insane. Yeah. Their fries are insane. The chicken's very good. Chips are insane. So let's call Smoky Chooks. And as, as we were at Smoky Chooks, I went, yeah, he's right. These are insane. Yeah. Nothing exists to... to, to to recognise this. Yep. Now, I'm not saying Smoky Chicks will make the final 10, no. having said this, but they, that is one of our local shops. Let's call the owner. And they're exactly now. what we're we'll, talking we'll, about. And, and I don't know the owner's name, but he was a nice guy. Let's, the call, let's call them and see whether, like just cold calling, would they be prepared to travel interstate? Yeah, like let's get inside the mind. Of a chicken shop owner. A, yeah, absolutely. Smoky uh, Chicks has got everything you'd want. Inside, there's like a graffiti of a chicken encouraging you to eat chicken. Yeah, great. Good afternoon, Smoky Chucks. Hello, uh, it's Hamish and Andy here. Who's this? Uh, Sachin. Sachin. Sachin, are you the owner? Yes. Sachin, oh, great. great. Um, first of all, I've eaten at your establishment. I love it. That's good. That's good to hear. Um, we, I was actually in there a few weeks ago, Sachin, and being in your shop gave me an idea, and uh, we run a podcast, um, yep. and we're putting together an Australia-wide black-tie event... Yep. Like a festival to yep. recognise excellence in the one-off chicken shop category. So no chains, no franchises. Yep. Just the, just the local businesses. Just the yeah. local businesses like yourself Perfect. who are the heart and soul of Australia. Um, yep. Does anything exist at the moment to award chicken shops? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. This, I don't think so either. There should be one. Okay, this is good, good. So because Sachin, we were a bit, we're quite quite a far way down the road now, so it's good to know we're on the right track. So, so yeah, of course you're on the right track. If you're supporting the local businesses, you are on the right track. Great, great. great. Okay. So, Sachin, here's another tricky question we had for you. And we and look, we, we're still nominating different shops. We can't say that yeah. your shop is a finalist. No, 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 that's fine. You have to be fair by the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair at the end of the day. That's what we love. Uh, Sachin... Would you, if a, if someone called you yep. and said you've been recognised uh, as a great chicken shop, and we'd like you to do a pop up version of your of your store at a at a night chicken festival night market yep. black tie event, say in Queensland, and they would fly you there, yep. is, is that the kind of thing that you'd say yes to? If it's if 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 it is possible, yeah, I won't mind it. Yeah, great. Well, <laughs> let's just say these people were willing to fly you to Queensland, yeah. pay you for your time, um, and cover all your flights and accommodation. Yeah, that's cool. And you, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy with that. That's great. And would you be happy to cook chickens in Queensland using the same? My, that's that's what I love to do: cook chickens. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Great. And. How would you feel if they said, we're going to have to supply the chicken up there, but it's very good quality, free range, uh, organic, no hormones, no chemicals, yep. like the best quality chicken. They'll give it to you in Queensland. You can't take your own chickens. No, 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 no. no. It, will, it will be too much. Yeah. Being my own chickens from here, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> that is a nightmare scenario. What about this? And then if you said to them, okay, for the chips side of things, yep. if you just gave a list of ingredients, you know, whether it's potatoes or a specific brand of chips yep. and then what you need for your seasoning. I'll just take my seasoning with me because that won't be an issue flying it from uh, Melbourne to Queensland. Yeah. I can take my seasoning. Yep, that won't be an issue. Such a, it sounds like that this you're is a fake perfect. person. <laughs> we've got sounds like we've said you because you've said yes to everything we were wondering about. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The, I'll, I'm sure I'll tick the boxes. Don't worry. The oh. great news session is we're going to do the event in Melbourne. We were just testing, you know, when, if we asked people in Queensland, you know, if they would fly to Victoria yeah. uh -huh. uh, to see if that, if chicken shop owners, if this would be the kind of thing they'd be interested in doing. Mm. Is there anything else... Say we have a, a festival and there's like 10 
um, areas with the charcoal grill and um, like a deep fryer for the chips times 10. Yep. Is there anything else we're missing that you would want there as a travelling chicken artist to produce your magic? No, nah, nothing. You're not missing anything. Oh, great. Uh, Sachin, you're fantastic. Oh, I'm going to come past and eat this week at Mate. your place. <laughs> you've, ins- you've inspired us. Yeah, and the, um, chi- the chips are amazing. Thanks very much for coming and on Sachin, the podcast. Am I right in saying... Easy done. No problems. It's always a pleasure. You're a great man. Is is the chips... The, chip, the thing I love about the chips is a bit of rosemary. There's obviously garlic, don't salt. Don't give, no, no. give away. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Don't, don't ask me the ingredients. Yes. Don't ask me the ingredients. <laughs> See him? And that, and that is what I was after. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've kept I know the you secret. guys are smart, but I'm not going to tell you the ingredients. Ah. I'll, just, I'll just cook the chips for you and I'll season them for you. Ah, good He's man. good. Thanks, Sachin. He's good. Thank Easy you, done. See you, Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye. Thanks for your call. Bye. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking of the chips. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. 